For nearly a hundred years, starting in 1869, Native American children were removed from their homes and sent to boarding schools. Now, an oral history project by the National Native American Boarding School Healing Coalition has been launched to raise awareness about a program that has affected tens of thousands of Native Americans. Reporter Kenny Rasmussen has more on the story. The upcoming NABS exhibit focuses on educating the public about the plight of Native Americans and the boarding schools designed to kill the Indian in them. The project's launch is part of the Federal Indian Boarding School Initiative, introduced by Secretary of the Interior Deb Howland. Howland uses her platform to raise awareness of the Native American boarding schools and their impact, having appeared on programs such as PBS NewsHour and the History Channel. She often uses her grandparents as an example of people who were forcibly assimilated. When my maternal grandparents were only eight years old, they were stolen from their parents' culture and communities and forced to live in boarding schools until the age of 13. Many children like them never made it back to their homes. Hallen believes the Federal Indian Boarding School Initiative will raise awareness and have a transformational impact on future generations. NAB's Oral History Project Senior Director Melissa Pallas notes that the organization was selected to head the program due to its track record of interviewing survivors of boarding schools in order to create and preserve historical records. The amazing thing is that NABS is an organization that does this work already and approaches um, the interviewing in a healing-centered approach to really care for our relatives and the survivors of Indian boarding schools. Hallis says that oral history has had an importance in indigenous communities, as it is a way storytellers and listeners can connect. Studies have shown the importance of sharing experiences and stories, especially in familial settings. Pallas says the impact of boarding schools was an intergenerational trauma that can be linked to a lot of the modern-day social, health, and economic disparities Native people deal with. Boarding school intergenerational trauma can manifest in various ways. Elena Celestua, a historian who gathers knowledge regarding the Phoenix Indian School and its students, noted that her grandmother was affected by such trauma. During her childhood, her grandmother washed out her mouth with a bar of soap when she said a bad word. She later discovered this was a way her grandmother was disciplined at the boarding school when she had difficulty speaking words in English. The process of interviewing survivors is complicated for a variety of reasons linked to the trauma and, in some cases, the age of the survivors. Pallas notes that a lot of survivors want to share their experiences, but have found themselves unable to for various reasons. One of the main ones that I often think about is that a lot of our survivors do share that they don't want their families to hear about what happened to them because they don't want to re-traumatize or hurt them. There is also mental health assistance and medicine available to aid in the healing-based approach NABS intends to have with their interviews. Pallas says the staff is always prepared to have support close by, so it can be there if needed. Pallas mentions that while the final blueprint of the project is yet to be determined, the recorded interviews will be a milestone that will ensure the oral history project's success. Although the Oral History Project in its current form may be unclear, 
It is worth noting that the initiative may simultaneously influence additions to various other projects seeking to document Native American boarding schools. The Heard Museum's Way from Home American Indian Boarding School Stories is one such example. Patty Talahongva, one of the advisors for the exhibit and an attendee of the Phoenix Indian School, noted that the exhibit has been modified in the past as more information comes out over time. So I wouldn't say it's the end-all exhibit. I think, like anything, it continues to evolve and tell more story as more information becomes available. Kenny Rasmussen, Cronkite News. And this was your CN to go This show was produced by Kirsten Edgett. Special thanks to Deanna Pistono and Kenny Rasmussen for their stories in this episode. I'm your host, Kirsten Edgett. Until next time, 